There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm spending an hour and a half of my day in relationships with strangers in vehicles. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And I'm John R. Bray. Recently, John R. Bray purchased a vehicle. I did. We haven't told you about this. We haven't told you about this because we wanted it to be a surprise. It might have been like two days after we talked about it even. Two days after the episode. And you now have a car payment. I do. Although it doesn't start for 45 days from date of purchase, which was pleasantly shocking to me. I thought it would just be like... Oh, right away or even 30 days but 45 i guess is meant to dull the pain or something did you buy or lease i bought i bought bought. is it a new car no it's new to me it's well it's a 2016 but it it was not brand new okay please tell people what you bought (laughs) well so i bought a 2016 volkswagen jetta which fulfills all of my fast and furious dreams from long ago and (laughs) i don't even know it is, it is like a whole new world now. And why is that? It's not even that it's a luxury car, but in comparison, it is a luxury car. And I would say the biggest, the biggest reason at this point is probably Apple CarPlay, which will be the reason that I drive my car into a ditch at some point because I am completely mesmerized by the fact that I can speak to my car. So this is something that I don't even know about, Apple CarPlay. It's awesome you just i think now i want to say starting in 2017 or maybe it depends on the vehicle you can do it via bluetooth but with mine you have to plug your phone in so it charges your phone and it plugs it in and you can control your music and navigation and phone calls and text messages everything with your voice with siri and my old car didn't even have a cd player so you basically i mean do you call do you call the car like a name you know, hey, bud. Hey, Fred. <laughs> that would be amazing. But no, you either there's a there's a button on right on the steering wheel that you push and hold. And then that that Siri chime pops up and you just say, call so and so or send a text to this person or play this playlist. And she listens. And it's amazing. And the best thing is and that when you, when you get a text, you can just tap the screen and she reads the text to you and then says, would you like to reply? I could just sit in my car all fucking day and text people. I don't know if I would want that though. No, 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 no. Okay, but here's the the thing. I was really concerned about that. And so there's one thing I don't like, but she doesn't just read them immediately. It's not like if you get a text, she reads them. So if you get a text, just like on your phone, if you're using your phone, you know, the little notification comes down from the top and says, you know, text from Heather. And that's it. Now, if I want it read, I can tap it and it will read it. But it won't just automatically read it. I was really concerned about that because because if you have your child in the car, yes, I get I have colorful messages from people and 
you know, they don't just need to be immediately read back to back. No. But of course, I have, you know, different people in my phone under different names or nicknames so that I can keep people straight. Like you are not under Heather in my phone, you're under your middle name because I didn't want to cross the Heathers as I was texting. Seemed on the smart. <laughs> so these names will pop up and, you know, Lexton is sitting there. I can see him just side eye the screen. I'm like, who's that? Who's that? Do I know that person? Who's that? I'm just like, oh, damn it. So I haven't found out if I can make them stop. Maybe if I put do not disturb on my phone, that would work. I could just see me driving and being like, please don't read that text. No, (laughs) no, no, stop. Abort, abort, abort. (laughs) Yes. It is, it is weird. And it also does these other things that are just like somehow, and I think it's told me somewhere. I'm totally, I'll take a step back and say that I haven't read shit. I don't, I don't know exactly how this stuff works. I just got in and talked to it and it was great. So somewhere there's probably a rhyme and reason to all of this. But my car knows where I live based on where it has parked for an extended period of time. So it knows that if I have okay. a meeting, like a, a a phone conference, but I'm out and I and I touch the navigation, it will say, you have a meeting at this time. It's going to take you this long to get home. Like on your phone. Yeah. But see, but I don't use, so maybe that's just an Apple Maps thing. I don't use Apple Maps. I always use Google. So it's, it doesn't. This is really interesting. And this is all stuff where I'm sure half of the people listening to this are rolling their eyes because this shit has been around for so long. But but you didn't even have a CD player in your car. I didn't even have a fucking tape deck in my car. You didn't have a tape deck in your car? No, I just had, I just had a radio and speakers that regardless of volume kind of went the whole time dude i i I have to change my opinion about you (laughs) and i don't even know like how do you do endure being in a car without a tape deck or a cd player how could you possibly endure i listened to music on my headphones while i drove which is (laughs) really not ideal i recognize that but isn't that illegal i'm fairly confident that it is (laughs) I mean, sometimes I would just have one in, but they're the Apple Buds that also has like the phone mic. Okay. So my excuse was, I'm not allowed to hold a phone while driving. This is hands-free phoning while listening to music. You were hands-free listening to your music on your phone in a car that had no stereo system, basically. Yes, that's oh, that gosh, sounds like, correct. I just, oh my Dear Lord, you shed that burden of driving around without tunes, man. It's glorious. Like, one of the best things to me about driving is, and I remember back when I had really bad postpartum depression, and a lot of it was due to the fact that I was homebound all the time with my child and never went anywhere. And I was just in my house. I never, I just didn't get to, like, leave my my living room and i remember going to therapy and the therapist saying what do you what do you what is going to make you really happy right now and i said you know what i want to do i want to get in my car <laughs> i want to roll the windows down and i want to i want the the sunroof to open and i want to play a song so loud and i want it to have a lot of bass and i want the whole car to shake and i just want to get on the freeway and drive as fast as i can and she's like do that today <laughs> And I think I went and I, I don't even remember what song it was, but I, that's what I did is I actually got in the car and rolled all the windows down and blasted music. And it's like one of the most freeing feelings of the movement of the car going really fast with the music. I still do that like probably once a week where I just go 
bonkers in my car with music to release. Yes, I yes, I've started doing that. I mean, I'll be driving five minutes to the store, but I spend five minutes in my car finding you know ten minutes worth of music <laughs> round trip just to listen to it as I go. But it is it's a little rough because Lexton it it has better sound, obviously. So he wants just bass, like that's that's cool, I guess. I don't know. So he picks all of these songs that we listen to on the way to and from school and it's been nicer here. So he also wants the windows down and they're just, it's not, it's not maybe music that I would normally listen to really loud with the windows down on my own. And it, it makes for a, it makes for an interesting, an interesting trip to and from, hmm. you know, like Pitbull. Pitbull. Oh, you know, Pit Pitbull, some, some JT, <laughs> some JT. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's awesome. And he just sits there and kind of like bobs his head along with it. Like it's totally great. And I just, I wish the windows were up actually. <laughs> but, you know, comes with the territory. Uh, yeah, I, because I feel so much better ab about life. And for some reason, I'm trying to make sense of this in my head. And it is not going to make sense as I talk about it. But <laughs> as I talk out loud, as the thoughts come out of my face, um, I, I realize, especially is even like today in my car, a lot of stuff that I put up with and I'm like, well, I don't want to make a fuss and I don't want anybody to think I'm mad. And now that I feel so much better about life, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tap my horn very politely to let this shithead know in front of me <laughs> that we are at a red light and they can turn right at the red light because there are no fucking cars coming. And I'm just going to tap my horn. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and normally I would have just sat there and just like fumed and been really, really angry at this person. And today I was just like, no, I am going to make it known that this person needs to move out of my way. Yeah. I'm noticing that. <laughs> so you're just letting the rage out. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm letting the rage out in like healthy ways where it's like, I'm not going to sit here and fume at this person. I'm at least going to attempt to change the situation. <laughs> And so I got, I went to the gym this morning and I walked in and I just looked at my trainer and I said, every squat that I do today is going to be fueled by the rage that I have for humanity right now, because nobody knows how to goddamn navigate a goddamn four-way stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You pick the things you, you put your energy into. And I'm not, that's not me criticizing that. I do the same damn thing when I drive. Okay. I will totally admit this. Well, I will absolutely admit this. And Lita's heard some colorful language in the house before. <laughs> A little bit of colorful language here and there. I was talking to her. I said, you're learning about driving as we go to school every morning because we're in the car. I'm in the car with her from, from our house to her school because of traffic and all the school zones. It's about 25 minutes. And we don't live that far. Right, there's yeah. just a lot of stopping and stopping and starting and stopping. And uh, we were in this line in this school zone and this person was trying to get in, you know, trying to pull out in front of me. And I let him in and he didn't do the thank you, you know, oh, like wave his hand, the wave his hand yeah. or nod his head or anything. And I looked at Lita and I pointed at his car and oh, I said, God. I said, that is a dick. That is a dick move. You don't do that. We are in this together, man. When you let someone in 
If somebody lets you in, you got to thank them because you're like, you know what? We're in this together. You and I understand <laughs> that this world operates because we all take care of each other. And I actually use that word. And she just, she's like, okay, mom. <laughs> well, it's a good, it's a good metaphor for life in general. Mm -hmm. I usually, I don't just flat out accuse. If people do that, I'll usually just go, oh, you're welcome, asshole. And I kind of mumble it <laughs> because I always thank people like to the point where I practically twist my entire body around in the seat just so that I can look at them and wave like, yeah, this helped a lot. I appreciate it. I do it like I, like, I overdo it. I almost roll down the window and I'm like, thank you so much. Where do I send the flowers? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. When you're in a car and you're on a road with other people, you have to understand that you're on a road with other people. And it's not just you. You have to take into consideration the other people. So when you are lost in your own world or you are on your fucking phone or you just aren't paying attention, you are basically denying the existence of the people around you. And it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty passionate subject for you. It, it, it's a metaphor, I think, for like, for, for like our country in general, you know, it's like, let's take care of each other. Let's work together. Like, you know, I need to, I'm in a hurry. Is it possible for me to get around you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Here, let me move over. Or can I, the line is long. Can I maybe possibly cut in with you? And it's working together. And sometimes, I, especially because there's so much commuting going on, like I look around and there are so many people in their cars who either have just got lost in their own existence that they don't realize that there are other people around them. It's like, it's like universal healthcare. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's funny to me because like there have been so many things in life that I've been able to just shrug off and get over and let, let it be like big things. But no matter what kind, I could be having the best day of my life and get in the car. And if the person in front of me is an asshole, everything shifts. Like I, I can't get myself to shrug it off. I don't know why that is. It's, it's mm -hmm. like if you're in a grocery store and someone leaves their cart on the left to look at something on the right. So you have nowhere to go. Like yes. there's not enough room between them and the cart and they could have just stayed all on one side, but they don't. And no, yes. it's really not a big deal. It's, it's really not like I'm not going to die, but it just pisses me off. It's, it's this navigation of public spaces where people assume that the public space is their own and is not shared with other people. And navigation of public spaces comes with um, this recognition that there are other people there and there are other people have needs as well. And I, I, the grocery store situation. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the shopping equivalent of traffic, especially mm -hmm. in a store with carts. Like it, it, it just is. And the same things apply. You know, people meander, they're on their phone, they don't pay attention. I'm on a, yeah. I'm on a mission. Like, I don't want to wander in the freezer section. I just want to yes. get my shit and go. I just want to get my shit and go. And even when I, you know, somebody will have their cart and then they'll be sitting on the other side and blocking the entire aisle. And I'll say, excuse me. And they don't even hear me, you know, and excuse me. And then they look at me like, oh, and then they take their goddamn time getting out of the way. <laughs> like you've inconvenienced them in yes. some way. Yes. And I think when you think about these other people, like maybe these drivers go home and they're like, this, this bitch at the four-way stop honked at me. I can't believe it. Which is probably what happens. Oh, yeah. But I think it is, it's this need to have 
Like, I just want people to be more aware. I don't, it's not that I want everyone to be aware, aware of me and my needs, but I just want everyone to be aware that there are other people with other needs and yes. they might be different than your own. I, I've been reading kind of on and off for the last several weeks, this, this book, this self-help book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> it's personally, I think it's pretty excellent. It's by Mark Manson. And it's, it's not that what he talks about is necessarily something I haven't heard, but he puts it into kind of everyday speak with everyday examples. And it's just, it's about essentially choosing where to give your fucks instead of just getting angry with everything, like pick the things that really matter to you that will make a difference to devote that energy. And that's where you need, that's where you need to give those fucks. And it's, this is kind of one of those areas where I feel like and especially for you, if you just shrug it off, it's just going to bottle up until you finally just fucking floor it through that four-way stop and you don't care who's in front of you. And that's just not a good scene for anyone. Well, and even the, the, the converse or the reverse of that, like when someone does thank me for letting them in or acknowledges that, you know, oh, hey, thanks for noticing that I needed to make a, a right turn really quickly and they, they make the motion with their head or their hand, it's like, oh, yeah, we're in this together. Awesome. Like there's this like rush of like togetherness. <laughs> totally. It's camaraderie. <laughs> I mean, I thank yeah. people for thanking me. Like <laughs> they'll wave and I'm like, no, 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 don't even worry about it. That's no, good. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's such a small thing, but it just means it means a lot. You know, it does because I, I think back to the um, the time in Los Angeles when I was in my car all the time and car like I was in my car for two and a half hours a day. And which is a, that's a lot of car time. And yes. I'm I'm in my car now probably an hour and a half a day at least. And so it's this significant part of my life that I'm navigating. And it's almost like how you navigate if you're if you're in an office and you're navigating the relationships there. I'm spending an hour and a half of my day in relationships with strangers in vehicles. <laughs> yes. And so I do, there is part of me that, that gives a fuck about trying to maintain a positive attitude while there is stuff going on around me in dangerous, you know, it's a dangerous situation. These, these, are, these are lethal weapons people are using around me. <laughs> oh, man. Cars. <laughs> yeah, so I bought a new one, new mm -hmm. used, you know. With Apple CarPlay. With Apple CarPlay. You are CarPlay. now far more advanced than I am. Far more advanced. And I always motion to people when they let me in. Always. Always. It's all, I'm also really extra thankful now because I bought a stick shift, which I wanted. Oh, God, what? So I don't drive all... I probably spend... If I do a lot of driving during the week, it's maybe half an hour a day like tops round trip to drop Lexton off is 15 minutes. I live in the burbs. I mean, okay. No traffic minivans, which you know all about now. Oh man. My whole leg just seized when you said <laughs> stick shift <laughs> from the clutch. Yeah. Well in traffic, it stick shift is awful. I it's, it's bad, but mm -hmm. I kind of, I wanted, I don't know. I just wanted to change. I wanted to drive a stick. My first car was a stick. Long story short, it's been a while. And stick shift is like riding a bike that you occasionally fall off of. <laughs> That's 
I mean, I it's been two weeks. I've stalled three times, twice in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> now I am I am very quick about getting the hell out of there, knowing that I'm blocking everyone behind me who is probably <laughs> wanting to kill me. So it has made me extra thankful for the people who are kind and let me in. You need to make a sign that says, sorry, sorry. I, seriously. <laughs> I'm relearning the stick. I'm relearning. Uh, I, but that's one. The, so my first car, when I learned to drive a stick, you just get in. I got in the habit learning that if I would stall, like you, you have this series of motions that you can complete in like three seconds where you shift it back into neutral, turn the car on, shift it into first and go. And like, it's instantaneous Mm -hmm. this car is like push button ignition oh god each of the three times that i have stalled i've reached to turn a key like it just out of habit and i have to think like wait what what the hell am i gonna do oh my god i wouldn't even know how whoa yeah i mean it's easy it's all you do is push the button in the car but i'm not my brain isn't used to that so it takes extra long because first i have to reach for the key that isn't there then i have to realize what's going on then i have to get out of the intersection this brings me back to um my first car was a 1979 Datsun 510 very nice it was a stick shift yeah and <laughs> my dad doesn't listen to these so i can talk about this um <laughs> my dad attempted to teach me how to drive a stick shift and took me and my Datsun 510 1979 to this big big parking lot to try to teach me how to, you know, sh- shift the gears. And <laughs> it was great. Good times. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is what I've trying, I'm, I've been trying to overcome in therapy. No, he was, he gets really, really intense surprise um, and was yelling about, you know, I, I was, I was stalling every time I tried to sh- shift from first to second or even start to get into first. That's the hardest. Yeah. That's the hardest. And I, I just, I kept stalling over and over and over again. And by the time we, we were done, like 30 minutes of this, like my, my nerves were just completely fried. And I got home and I was, I cried because I was like, I've got this car that my parents have got me for my birthday and I can't drive it. And my stepdad, who I really, for reasons that I, I can't really talk about right now, but hopefully we'll write about very soon. My stepfather, and I have grown extraordinarily close in the last couple of months, and I really haven't ever felt as close to a father figure as I have in my life, um, as I do now. But I remember my stepfather, when I was 16, pulled me aside and he said, here, let's go around the corner for a second. <laughs> and he took me down the street, and he's like, what my dad had done is he had scared me into thinking that if I used the clutch too much, that the clutch was going to burn out. Oh, yeah. In, in trying to get into first gear, I was releasing the clutch immediately. And my stepfather was like, don't worry about that. Like, you're not going to hurt the clutch. You just ease into first gear. And he taught me in less than three minutes how to drive a stick. Just with a different approach. Just by that. Yeah. I mean, the clutch is going to wear out, but in like years. In years. I mean. Right. Yeah. But my dad was calculating the price of that in his head. <laughs> the the price of the clutch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My dad, by the way, got a smartphone. Recently? Yeah. Oh, my like, God. In the last two weeks. Got Does he text smart- now? He has sent me two texts that say, hello, daughter. <laughs> this is your father. I am on a Google phone. Please text back to let me know that this works. <laughs> oh, wow. And my brother was like, 
Oh my god, I took one for the team, you guys. I went with him and I set him up on that phone. I took one for the team. But yeah, he's now texting me. So Which is which is good. That's yeah. like a major step. It's a major step because we can now communicate on a regular basis. Like my mom and I send each other a couple of texts a day and my father and I were not talking. Like I wasn't talking to him except like maybe once a month. And now if he can text me, I can tell him what's going on on a daily basis. When it's convenient. When it's convenient. Yes. My brother taught him the voice text. And my dad was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when I got into the car, that that uh, that Sienna that, I, that, that they let me drive for a week and like the Bluetooth connected automatically. I was like, oh, the future. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's CarPlay. Please don't read that goddamn text in that's front of right. my child. <laughs> Lexton uses that voice dictation texting all the time. Like mm-hmm. for the for the dumbest things that would take half the time to just type and text. So I like to wait until I know he's like mid-sentence and then I walk into the room and say something to him and it totally fucks with Siri completely. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't get old. And I fully recognize that I am being that dad. Like I get it. But now I understand why dads do that because it's awesome. Right? Yeah, like, we honestly. get to do this. We do get to do this. We get to do this to our children. And then our their children our children will do it to theirs, you know. It's you pass it down. It's a generational paying it forward. It is. It just changes as the tech changes. Mm-hmm. But he won't. He'll try to do the voice, you know, several times after that, and I'll keep screwing with it. And then rather than typing it, he just won't text. Like it doesn't even occur to him that I'm going to type it out because that's an easier method. It's just easier to get frustrated with me and give up. Mm-hmm. Like we're beyond even typing. I I don't. I don't know. I mean, I use it sometimes, but I'm probably faster typing. I think our children are in this, they don't see the need to acknowledge texts. I mean, does Lexton acknowledge your text messages? No. God, no. He doesn't yeah. acknowledge anyone's text messages. Yeah. At all. Still. This is something that I think that we're going to have to, um, we're going we're gonna to need to learn them on this. <laughs> it's so rude. <laughs> It, yeah. I mean, at some point, at some point, say, oh, you know, I got your text message. I'm so sorry that I'm late to respond, but I got this. And uh, thank you. You know, Lita doesn't ever text me back. Yeah. See, and I don't know. I can't remember if we've talked about this, but like Lexton mm-hmm. is great about texting. If he if he has a question, if he needs something, if he wants to go somewhere, then he will then he will text. But if I just text him out of the blue, nothing. There, I, there was a day just like a week ago where I looked at his phone and he had 13 like unread messages. So I opened the messages app and some of them were from his grandma from like a week and a half before that, that he hadn't, he hadn't even looked at them. Like, it's not that he looked and didn't respond. He didn't even look. And I'm like, can you check your messages? You have a few. So he checks and he's and like 30 seconds later, he's like, okay, I got him. And that was it. Like, did you, grandma texted? Did you respond? Oh no, she didn't. She didn't need anything. Like, no, no, you're going to respond. I don't care if it applies anymore. I don't care if you've talked to her since then. You're going to respond because that's what people do. But those people don't do that anymore. But why? But I, I don't know. But then what the, how the hell do they get a hold of each other? What are they going to do? I know that that's the, that's the weird thing to me. She'll, she'll text her friend and say, Hey, do you want to have a sleepover tonight? And then she doesn't hear anything for like seven hours. <laughs> yeah. And it's right. like, we can't make plans if this person is not going to acknowledge the text. And so I'm like, call her. And so she's like, well, 
it's it's an iPad. I can't really call the iPad or I don't even know. And it's like I, we can't make plans if your friends and I, and I kind of pointed this out to her. I say, you see now how you want to make plans with your friends, but we can't because your friends won't respond. This is what happens when you don't respond. Okay. Yeah. And it may, but it's like, it makes sense in that limited example in her brain. Like right now I want something and someone is not responding. This is irritating. I understand. But then when Mm -hmm. someone texts her, she didn't want anything. So that's like a different example. Like it doesn't apply in the same way. Do you know what I mean? Right. I, I think, I think it's compartmentalized right now. It's really obnoxious for her. But otherwise, it's really not. So that's different. That's how mm-hmm. Lexton is 100%. I mean, he will text people. If they don't respond in like five minutes, it's like, I'm, I'm just going to text them again. I'm just going to, maybe they didn't get it. Like, no, they got it. They just, they don't answer. Just like you don't answer. And then they end up calling. No calling. No calling. God, no calling. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I feel like we're going to go back to square one. Like people are going to get so tired of texting that they're going to go back to calling, which I, that can't happen. That can't happen. We can't let that happen. No. Don't let that happen. No. Maybe it'll change. Maybe, I mean, Marlo's younger. Maybe by the time, she doesn't have a phone, does she? No, she has an iPad. There was this amazing deal going on at this AT&T store. I got her an iPad and signed her up with one of my email addresses, which immediately, I think we talked about this, she's, she used like five gigs of data in a in a weekend. But she immediately started texting and when Marlo starts texting you, God help you. <laughs> I'm talking about like 50 to 60 me- straight messages, and each one of them is a series of emojis ending with a poop emoji. But does she say anything? Like No. So it's not even a conversation. I mean, sometimes she'll say, hey, what's going on? Yep, love you. Watch this. And then like just a series of <laughs> emojis. And so I was like, you know what? Here are some other email addresses and some other phone numbers that you can text. And I like gave her my mother's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was I was listening to the dings going off. And I texted my mom in the middle of it. I said, are you having fun? <laughs> because he's not annoying me anymore with this. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And their emojis, too, which makes it even worse. I mean, I know that you posted this was like maybe several weeks ago. I think it was... Lita, who texted you the cheese grater? Yes. <laughs> that was that was so awesome, though. Oh, man. Yeah, she was. She and her friend were here. There were actually the two friends were here. Gigi and Lola were here. And I wanted to go to an event at Gigi and Lola's mother's gallery. And so I was like, listen, you two older ones are in charge. 
you know, put the younger ones to bed and you guys can stay up. I'm going to be home about, you know, 11 o'clock. And then I texted her in the middle of it and I said, how are they doing? And she texted back, they're great, G-R-A-T-E. And then sent an image of a cheese grater. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was so like, awesome. you, did, you did not just do that. And then she responded, but I did. <laughs> so all we want is for them to be responsive and that's what we get. Oh man, I, I like... I ha and I and I even said this like I deserve that like that's my sense of humor my kid inherited like good one Lita good one it's pretty awesome um, it is you it just is can't you awesome. just can't abuse you can't abuse the the witty photos and things that's really the only rule I think it's like the Wonder gift I sent you you just sent me that gift yeah. yeah I mean of I mean that was one of the original mastheads on my website. Was it? I didn't know that. Yes. This website needs more cowbell. Oh, wow. I told John, you, <laughs> that I was going to be late to recording today because I was picking up, waiting for a prescription. And you <laughs> sent me the gif of Christopher Walken. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've got a fever and the only prescription is more cowbell. It never gets old. I mean, I, no. I was laughing out loud to myself. As I looked that up and sent it, like I, I just, that entire skit never, never gets old for me. So it was great. You are not the only person to start doing this. A lot of my friends have started sending me animated GIFs and text messages and I love it. <laughs> like there's something going on with like the, all of us in our thirties and forties with animated GIFs where we can go back to our favorite television shows and find that one scene and have it watch that scene over and over and over again in an animated GIF. And it's just like so pleasurable. <laughs> it, it is. Because, I mean, before before GIFs and before phones and what, like, you'd see the scene and the only way to see it again was to rewind. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, even like a show, once that episode was done, that was that was it. Like, you'd have to wait until the whole series was done and there was a box set and you'd buy the box set and you could find it. But to be able to take, you know, five seconds or 15 seconds of pure awesome and just loop it and just loop it even even just on a silent loop it's amazing yes it's incredible and the iphone i'm, I'm sure android does this but the iphone like you can search right in iMessage for these gifts mm -hmm. it simplifies everything it simplifies everything it simplifies it, it like distills emotions and feelings into this into an image like and it communicates it with without words <laughs> yes yes and just just one just one gif. Many, many, many gifts. Well, right. Yes. Yeah. I guess you, it's probably easier to have a conversation in gifts than it is emojis. Yes. Not just more enjoyable, but easier because there's a gift for everything. Even like Giphy. Giphy.com has yes, so Giphy. many. Yeah. Well, so Kelly, my friend Kelly is really, really good. She finds the best ones. And I, it's almost, I, I tell her all the time, I'm not competing. I'm not even going to send you one back. I can't top that one. I can't do it. And uh, she sent me one the other day from, what, what was it? I, maybe it was Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It was or Reno 911. She sent me oh, this gosh. gift. It was just phenomenal. I said I wasn't going to try to top it. And then I sent her one from Eastbound and Down. Okay. Have you ever watched that show? I have not. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I've seen a little bit of it, and it's <laughs> so good. And I sent her <laughs> this animated gift. And her response 
to my animated GIF was this person standing up and giving a standing ovation. (laughs) (laughs) See, exactly. It's so great. It's so good. It's these little pleasures, these little pleasures that we're taking in technology, which I think for us especially, I mean, as we come into it, we're... So you've got like my mom, my mom, and even my sister, who I think are just like, "Eh, I mean, fine, whatever, you know, whatever a gift. But like you and I grew up in this generation where pop culture really what really was such a a formative part of our upbringing. We had to, if we're like, oh my gosh, remember that one song by that one band? Well, you couldn't just go find that song on the internet and play it. No. You had to get in your car and drive somewhere and hope that there was a tape somewhere in the archives that you could buy. And then you had to come home and play it on a tape. So the ability, these, this ability to distill pop culture into something so, so accessible and to consume it this way for us is we're even more excited about it than our kids because our kids are like, well, yeah, this is what you can do. Right. And we're like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> this is amazing. This is so, this is, this is like, kid. I, I like, I was writing about my website that I relaunched, you know, earlier this month. And um, I found the, the YouTube video for You Dropped a Bomb on Me by the Gap Band. <laughs> right. I mean, you can just look that up on fucking YouTube and there's the song. I wanted to like say to Lita, like, you have no idea the pot that like, I just found this song from my childhood and it's right there on my screen, on my blog. Yeah. It, I mean, this the on-demand nature of things now is taken for granted by the people who grew up with it. But for us, I mean, when you'd have to, like you said, you'd go out and buy a tape or you'd drive around listening to the radio hoping that song came on. Like, yes. I remember driving just hoping it would come on and you knew it would because it was popular and they cycled through all the same songs. But that was the only way to really do it, especially if it was one song that you liked that wasn't offered as a single and you didn't want to buy the whole CD because CDs were $20. And then like trying to explain Napster back in the day. <laughs> one one song at a time. A whole album <laughs> took overnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I would I would search for the one song and hope that I nobody showed up at my door to arrest me for the illegal download. Right. Well, also hoping that it was a good version of the song. Like some of them would just cut out at 10 seconds. And you spent an hour and a half downloading it mm-hmm. on dial-up. On oh, dial-up. God, it is, it is a wonder that we made it through that. I did start my website on DSL. You did? I did. Wow. <laughs> but the first version of my website went up on a DSL connection. Do you miss it? <sighs> oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot all about DSL. DSL. That was like the big thing back then. Like, DSL is coming. It's going to change the world. Yeah. I, re- I realized, so I cut out the cable in my house. And so now the only way that I can consume media is wirelessly. That's it. Like, I'm consuming all of my media wirelessly in 2017. News, all of it. But you have, so you do like Netflix, Hulu, all of that. You're just cable free now. All of that. Yep. Yep. Same. It's weird. And not only, but not only is it wireless, again, it's all on demand it's all on demand like you missed your show three nights ago doesn't matter you can just watch it whenever you want you can watch it twice and like remember like yesterday i mentioned to you that the oasis and we'll reference here 
Lita, Lita said to me in after she she was listening to a playlist that I had made, and she's like, you know, Mom, what I really love about this stuff is that all these songs sound so different from each other, and yet they're all still really good, which I thought was a really high compliment <laughs> coming from my child. You know, like she does not want to listen to pop radio. She, she, like me, just hates that they play the same songs over and over and over again. She was like, I really like that all of your songs are, they're different genres, and they sound different, and they're all fun. And then I was like, oh, God, <laughs> don't don't go listen to an Oasis album, Lita. <laughs> and uh, you and I were talking about this, and I mentioned that there is an uh, – well, I'm pretty sure that I watched the Oasis documentary on Netflix. I'm pretty sure I did. You could have. They could have just pulled it off. I don't know. Yeah. I, but you, I think you can get it on Amazon Prime. Do you have an Amazon Prime membership? I do, yes. You can download it there okay. for free, I, need to, I believe. I need to see that. Sup- you have supersonic? to see it. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's the oh, it's so good. It took me right back to 1995-96. It's just so good. Do you not listen to them at all anymore? I had a little bit of a resurgence here in the last month where after after I watched the documentary, I pulled out the old albums. <laughs> Sorry. I pulled it up on Spotify and um and played it a little bit and then I As you listen to those albums, you realize, oh, yeah, they use some of the same chords over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't hate it. It was still so good. Yeah. I mean, I I did the same thing over the last couple months because Lexton was asking me what I used to listen to. And I pulled it up and I was like, this is, this is okay. Actually, I still like this. Not everything holds up like that. No. Third Eye Blind, not so much. I pulled up a Cure album. Oh, it was so good. It it (laughs) held up. It really did hold up. The Cure, The Wish, excuse me, Wish, not The Wish. The Cure album, Wish. Letter to Elise is, that's Lita's middle name from that. Her, named, her middle name is from a Cure song. <laughs> that's that's why you picked it? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was one of my, I, there's something about that song that really connected with me when the album came out and I just loved the name. And I loved it because it's such a, it was a weird name at the time because it was in like the early 90s. And it, it's it, this it's this love song to her, to a, w- a woman named Elise, and I remember when she was born, like it just went well with Lita. Uh, she's not as enamored of the song as I am, <laughs> but, <laughs> but she knows that's where it's from. Yeah, okay. and th- that album really holds up. So it's always awesome to discover that. Oh yeah, like some of your tastes have totally changed, but others haven't. Either that, or these earlier albums kind of just transcend that taste. I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, there's. We're talking about our generation a lot, but there's so much music from the 90s that, man, it was that was really, really good. There's some really good shit from the 90s that we have. I mean, I remember hearing Nirvana on pop radio, you know, and I don't know if there's an equivalent of that going on now. And maybe I'm just being an old, you know, craggy person about this, but Nirvana was on pop radio. Yeah. Is is there is there anything like that going on right now? You mean similar music? It, on pop radio. From my perspective, I think that music has become more segmented. So, you know, 25 years ago, there was a lot that might have fit into that broader popular umbrella. But now things have kind of been whittled down and, you know, alternative rock and alternative synth. And there's all these different categories now. So I think what these stations play has gotten even more limited. I mean, I remember pop stations playing the same songs, 
but I felt like they had more songs to play. But now it's like you can switch from three different pop stations where I live and they'll each be playing the same songs within five minutes. Yes. And it's absolutely insane. I started listening to Gorillaz again. Well, they're, they're coming out with a new album. I know. You know that, right? I'm so excited. Have you heard the new singles? Yes. Andromeda. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's so good. Yeah. I've been with Lexton. We've kind of just been going through their albums because they're, mm-hmm. they're excellent. I mean, I like, I liked Blur, so he was kind of a natural. Oh, come on. Do you know who, do you know who you're talking to? I do. I, do. <gasps> I liked Blur. <laughs> I know you were huge into Britpop. I know. Huge, man. I got to meet Damon Albarn. Did you really? Interview, I got to interview Graham Coxon. For what? And Dave Roundtree. I interviewed them when I was 22 years old, 23 years old. For what, though? I was writing for the magazine here in Salt Lake called Grid. It's where John Armstrong and I met. And at the I magazine, inter- yeah. Oh, I didn't he know. Was, that. He was the art director of the magazine, and I was just one of, a freelance writer. And Blur came to town for this um, festival here back when Song Two made them popular, and I I got to go interview them while they were here, and it was just phenomenal. Like, Dave Roundtree, the drummer, and then Graham Coxon, I got to, I guess I sat down with both of them, and they were so lovely. Just, we talked about um, Spinal Tap the whole time. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, Blur. I, oh, man. Ah. That's awesome. Some, yeah, I actually have been listening to them in the last month, because... What happened was that I went on the Oasis kick and then I saw that Gorillaz was coming out with a new album and I downloaded all those singles and then it threw me into a blur kick. And so I like was playing, there's a like a best of blur on Spotify that pulls all the songs from all the albums. And it's like, oh my God, their library is so complex and layered and different and beautiful. And I'm just waxing about <laughs> what... <laughs> I love Blur. And Gorillas. And Gorillas. Yes. Will you see them? Because they're touring for this album, aren't they? Uh, Gorillas? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I have to look and see. I haven't been to a live show in a very long time. I don't. I mean, I don't know where they're going. I, I think I heard that they were, but I haven't seen any dates or anything. Yeah. Totally should. Yeah, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with those seven weeks that my kids are gone. I still haven't figured that out yet. Just be yeah. a groupie. <laughs> just totally. You could. You could just be a groupie. Maybe he'll remember you. I'm from, sure from he years will ago. <laughs> do you still have the article? You could bring it in. Yes, I do. I kept all of the articles I wrote. I got to talk to um, the bassist of Radiohead back when OK Computer came out. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And that was also awesome. Colin Greenwood. Yes, that was awesome. The thing that I remember most about him saying, I said, how do you feel about all of this attention and, you know, the critical acclaim of OK Computer? And he said, oh, you know, I'm a a happy bunny. I'm a very happy bunny. That was was his response to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now, did you like them? Because, I mean, Radiohead is like your band. Did I like them? Did you like them at the time? Like, were you really into Radiohead at the time? Oh, my God. I was just... So when OK Computer came out, they sent in to, for, for reviews, they sent a tape of OK Computer in a sealed cassette player with headphones. Okay. And they sent those to all the people who were going to review the album. And there was one in Utah and I got it because I was writing for this magazine. And the editor of the magazine thought that Grip uh, Pop was completely overrated and he didn't like Radiohead. And he's like, here, you can have this. 
So I was basically the first person in Utah in 1997 to get to listen to OK Computer. And it was the soundtrack to me leaving the church and to being in my first real relationship and having sex for the first time. There you go. <laughs> and done. Scene. Full circle. <laughs> there we what go. What I did is I, I cracked open the CD player or the, excuse me, the cassette player. I cracked it open and pulled the tape out. Like you broke it? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't break the, the 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 actual tape. No, but the player. Yes, and I got the I got the tape out so that I could listen to it in my car. And um, yeah, I was just that was, and I got to see them on tour for that for OK Computer. Because you were with this magazine, or you just went independently? I just went. Okay. They, they they were in Los Angeles, and that was the only time. Actually, no. That was, so in 1998, they played Let Down, which is one of my favorite Radiohead songs. And the only other time they played it was this last year in July when I saw them. In New this York. This was a huge fucking ramble, man. It really was. <laughs> but I feel like it, it kind of made some sense in certain spots. We're, like, I, I think it, it, what it is is like our fascination with technology as, as our generation, you know, as – our generation has a certain fascination with technology that is unique to our generation. Yes. And yes. this kind of feels like, a, like get off your lawn. Mm -hmm. That's, that's who I feel like now. Get off your lawn. That's, that's who I felt like buying the car. That's, I'm just amazed by all of these things that really shouldn't amaze anybody, but they yeah. do. But they do. And, um, if any of you want to share stories of your fascination with technology, the conversations that you have with gifts if you want to send us some gifts, yeah, gifts, yeah definitely send not us some gifts. gifts. Yeah, no, no, just just the little animated things. Just the That's animated enough. things. Um, you can send them to stories at manicramblings.com or you can reach us at manicramblings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Seriously, bring on the gifts. That wasn't a joke. If they're good, send them. Also, if you're a fan of Britpop, like commiserate with us about the good old days. Yes, please do. Or, you know, if there's an album that, you know, also accompanied your first time having sex, you can let us know that. <laughs> oh That's God. kind of what this is all about, I think. Significant music. Significant music, yes. And until next time, more cowbell. Is that what the headache needs? Is that what he says? My headache? No, a fever. I got a fever. Oh, his fever. And oh, the only shit. prescription See, I don't even... <laughs> is more cowbell. And it's, and it's Will Ferrell with his, like, midriff shirt and the pants that are too small. Oh, my God. It's great. On loop, man. On loop. In a gift. Is there anything greater than this? No, there's not. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.